Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and LaMisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Well, good morning, friends, or or good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're listening to us. This is your girl, Kendra, uh, here with my homegirls, Adelise and Lamisha. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? What's up? Hey, we're feeling good. What's going on? Girl, um, not too much. I'm up too early in the morning, uh, fooling with y'all, trying to get a thing done. But uh, other than Kendra that, got crusties in her eye. Show don't wash my face every morning. Show do. I even moisturize. Don't play. Don't play. Mm, bright and shiny. Bright and shiny. I said, you know what? I'm not coming. I'm not coming with the ashy face. My mama did teach me a little bit growing up. A little bit. But how y'all doing? What's up with y'all? What's new? Not much is new. Uh, you know, same old stuff. I actually did I did I speak about going on the date night last no, week? What? There was a date night? What well, was the not, date not night? Not so much night night. It was the boat. I think I spoke about it last episode. That was I thought the boat was a, like a friends gathering. It, it is. It is, but Yeah, it that was, was a weekend adult. thing. It was only adults, so I consider I, I I'm going to check that off on my dates. <laughs> we have another one coming up this weekend, uh-huh. so I'm excited about that. Y'all is out here on this water. That's what's up. I'm thinking I'm trying to figure what, out what to do my distance. Social distancing. Yeah, that's what's up. My uh, my anniversary is actually coming up on Monday. Um, so we will be 13 years married. I have no idea what I'm getting my husband or what we're going to do. We I might just wake up. What's up? Oh, what's it's up? hot. I was going to say, I can do a picnic for you. Girl, let but me check hot. the weather on that. It's, yeah, let me just check the, let me check the <laughs> forecast because what I'm not going to do is die outside. Night. You could do it at uh, night, like at 8 for the sunset. Beautiful. All right, well, let's talk offline about it, see if we can make it work. Okay, I have uh, my guinea pigs. Oh, sure. You could take all the photos <laughs> and put them up on your site and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, so we got our anniversary coming up. We're going to turn 13. I have not any gift for my husband yet, which I should, right? Because Amazon Prime. I mean, come on. Absolutely. I should have. Girl, I'm, it, I, I, think, I think quarantine has just sucked all the joy out of most things. I hear Girl, you. You are the gift, okay? You are the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Yes, he who findeth. Is that what we're gonna say? Findeth. You found this your good thing 13 years ago. You better give him praise. Give him praise. Right. Remember the wife of your youth. Remember, but just remember I ain't her no more. Just remember she got some years on her. Girl. (laughs) You know my saying, once a quarter, swing from the chandelier. This might be that once a quarter. (laughs) Child, I don't know. I don't know if them I don't know if them bolts in the ceiling can hold them. (laughs) I'm looking. I ain't feeling too confident. <laughs> what I'm not going to do is fall and injure myself. That's what we ain't going to do on the anniversary. Talking about why you, girl, you in a cast? What happened? Just listen. Just don't ask no questions. Anniversary shenanigans. <laughs> anniversary. People going to be like, I know, girl. 
<laughs> I had a boot. Chandelier, that chandelier girl, I know. Mm-hmm. Had me in a boot right here. That was that was that was ninety two right there. Like, what? <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I'm excited, y'all, just to get up into this topic. Um, today we are talking about unspoken expectations, and you know the reason that we're t- this today is because so many people come into marriage with all kinds of unspoken expectations that you know tend to rule their views and how they feel their marriage should go um and and, and ultimately what they think will make their marriage successful right having had uh no communication with their spouse about it. This is just things that they learn from uh, from what they've experienced. You know, we all learn these things, actually, you know, as we grow up in our adolescence. And, you know, the different things that we glean from the environment that we're in. Now, it can oftentimes be a silent killer of any marriage, especially young marriages. I've learned just in my own personal journey that these expectations tend to show up and become an issue in like the first one to three years of marriage, right? These are the, mm-hmm. what I call the formative years Absolutely. where you're kind of, you know what I mean? You're getting, you're getting your footing, right? Um, now I, I want to talk a little bit about, about these, but I just want to kind of caution our listening audience that I want to just say this. And once I say this, like, look, don't at me, don't email me. (laughs) Don't come for my neck. Don't come for me because I ain't sent for you. Listen, (laughs) I want y'all to be 100% clear that our values, uh, the ones that fuel our views tend to be very traditional and Christian centered. Don't y'all come holler at me talking about heteronormative, uh, you know, yada yada on <laughs> on these don't don't come pc at me okay because i done told you you have been forewarned so ladies <laughs> as we jump into this discussion um let's talk about some of these expectations that i'm going to start with the wives that wives tend to come into with uh into their marriage especially as their new wives you know you fresh you fresh off the honeymoon right you fresh out your gown um, you got sparkling eyes for your husband. Y'all walking into the house. Ooh, y'all got all the gifts around you from your wedding day. Oh, you know, you know, y'all remember, right? You, oh, yes. so cute. We open up our gifts. We got to send out, make our, honey, you going to make the list so we can send out our thank you cards and all that. <laughs> What are what are some of the expectations as y'all are as y'all are just unpacking right the beginning of your married life <laughs> that tend mm-hmm. to be unpacked as you as you begin those one to three years of marriage? Gosh. I think for me, one of the biggest expectations was um, cooking every day, and I knew I was gonna have to clean, and that's just me and my personality. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was gonna be a clean the whole house every day type thing or doing as much laundry as I do. I do. I, I literally wash clothes because my husband works out every day. I'm having to wash clothes either every day or every other day because his clothes are so soiled that it stinks up the whole hamper, the whole laundry room. Like it, mm-hmm. it's horrible. And so that was an expectation that, um, I didn't know I was going to actually walk into that my husband has for me cooking every day you. Okay. So 
let me ask this then. I'm, I mean, in the first first one to three years, I, I, I came in with that same expectation. But I was excited about that. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, finally I'm married and I get to do all these things. And I was extra, extra, extra. Um, I was uh, putting out my husband's clothes in the bathroom every morning for him before. Really? You were so sweet. What? Girl, no, I was like <laughs> definitely into being married. Like, I was like, okay, here are your underwear and your socks. And then when you come out, here is your clothes. Everything's been ironed. Oh. What would you like for breakfast? Like, I was June Cleaver. Uh, <clears throat> or, 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 or for our, our context, a uh, 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 Claire Huxtable version of June Cleaver. Mm. And I was into it. I was cooking dinner every night. Every night, big old meals too. We gained a bunch of weight the first, you know, couple of years because we was eating good. But I, I was into it. I really? mean, I, it might have been his expectation, but it was mine too. And I, yeah, I dug it for the first couple of years, but then life changed all that. I don't mm. know, Lamisha. What I mean, what what about you? So, like my mom told me that don't start anything in a marriage that you don't plan on continuing. Right. And so it made me be very careful about some of the things that I started. So when we were dating, I was not cooking, you know, regularly. First, there was, you know, I had there's expectations for a girlfriend and there's expectations for a wife. But I knew getting into the marriage that my I didn't want cooking every day, cleaning every day, that Claire Huxable, June Cleaver kind of thing. I did not want that <laughs> to be something that I, I put out there that he was would think was going to happen on a regular basis. Now, there were yeah. some things that were just my normal, like I would bake a cake every Saturday. Like that was something I love to do. So he could expect, my family could expect that over the weekend we could have something sweet, right? Um, you know, that on Sunday there would be a big meal. So that those were some things that were kind of, you know, an expectation um, that he, you know, knew about that I was okay with. But girl, my mom was like, don't start nothing you don't want to do the rest of your life. Every day for the rest of your life. That's good advice. I wish I would have known that, child. I promise Because then you you. get him spoiled to something and then it's like, oh, why are you stopping? You changing up on me. Right, you changing changing up up on me. me. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. That is, I wish, shoot, it sounds like your mother was a very wise woman, Mm -hmm. Lamisha. I wish... Yeah, I wish somebody had given me that wisdom, too. Like, it's kind oh. of the same. Like, if you think about it, and, and I always hear a lot of people say, like, oh, once you get married, things change. And I feel like it's similar because when mm-hmm. we're girlfriend and boyfriend, we're doing everything to get and keep this person, right? To, yes. to, to get chose, I guess you right, could say. Right, you're trying to lock it in. Right. And then when you get married, it's like, oh. I don't want to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I it there is, like a there is, yeah, there's some truth behind that when you get married, things do change because it's true. I mean, we get comfortable. We like, oh, okay, like I, I already don't, I got chose, so now I don't need to do these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but is it like a shift? Because I feel like for me personally, it was a shift, and I just got tired, right? Like I just, um. Yeah, I, I think I really wish I had that advice of don't start something that you can't maintain. I probably wouldn't have in my in my naivety in my young, you know, 20 something year old mind. I probably would not have thought that it was something I could not maintain because I would have thought and I know this is me just knowing me. I would have thought, 
oh, of course I can cook every night. Like, that's not a big deal. But I, what I didn't consider is like, okay, if I go to work all day mm. <laughs> and then I come home, like to even prep a meal, it takes time. So I got to prep a meal and then cook a meal, like, and then we got to sit down and eat a meal. We eating at 8 p.m. because first I got to get home, right? And then mm-hmm. once I get home, then I got to, like, start the, the, the prep process, cook the meal, and then we got to sit down and eat the meal. And then part of my issue had become, you know, um, whether or not he's appreciative mm. because he would eat the meal. And then go leave the kitchen, leave his plate, leave his cup, leave everything See? on the table. <laughs> and then go in, go off into the living room and start watching whatever, you know, fancied him. And I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. Wait See? a minute. Like, so and, and sometimes he didn't wait for me to finish eating. Like, he done. He up. Oh, see, sometimes those expectations, um, you know, sometimes they do go they get to a point where it's like, okay, I expect this. And not only this, I don't even appreciate it. It's just part of the game. This is just what you do as wife. So sometimes you got to be careful about, you know, setting precedence. Like if I cook, the, the rule is I cook, you do the dishes, you know, something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we did end up setting a rule because I was like, whatever the deal is, like you cannot get up from this table until I get up from this table. Like there's two, there's two of us. We're having dinner together. If we were out at a restaurant, you would not go and get in the car and take off. You would sit here until I was done eating. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's a respect too. That's just like, okay, I cooked the meal and we're sitting here together mid conversation. Come on now. Give me some love and respect. Come on now. It's like you trying to hurry up and eat like to get to the TV. Like, let me hurry up. All right. And no, thank you. Nothing. But that all changed. Um, I think some other, what are some other expectations, uh, that we, that, that we can often come into the relationship with outside of cooking and cleaning as wives that can, that can really sort of dictate how our life goes. So I know, um, another one could be, you know, that you would keep your body right. Keep it tight. Keep it right. Yes. Like you were, you know. You mm. was a size six when in that wedding dress, so you was a size ten, or you was a size fourteen, like whatever your starter weight was. We call it yeah. your starter weight. Your, your starter, starter weight. <laughs> yes. That you, yeah, you Ooh. was gonna maintain that starter weight. You would maintain that starter weight even through yes. all of the meals that we cook, the eating out, the snacks, the okay. skip skipping the gym routine, all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I think too with that that um this is it. Most 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 brides or a lot of brides. I'm not gonna say most. I can't. I don't have the quantifiable data. But a lot of wives. I found that that wasn't the case for me. Like I did not lose weight for my wedding day. I actually gained weight up to my wedding day. So I was really? like, really give me some room up in this dress. <laughs> yes. Because our dating process was so fast. Like we dated four months and then we were engaged mm-hmm. and then we got married one year from our engagement. So because that, um, 
you know how when you're in a new relationship and y'all start hanging out and going to eat multiple times throughout the week and like mm-hmm. now you're packing on all these pounds. Well, that whole year of like courtship slash wedding preparation, I was putting on weight. So by the time I got to my wedding, I was bigger already than what he met me as. And then when we got married, we just continued to gain weight together. So <laughs> y'all had that happy weight. We yes. was getting thickums up in the mud, okay? So we wasn't, <laughs> we wasn't, we wasn't worried. I mean, weight was never an issue for me because my husband was like, "Hey, girl," I was like, "Yes, you know, you like this." So it was. <laughs> It was never, that was never a problem, but I do, I mean, I've heard of some, at least y'all be talking about weight. You and Edgar over there acting like y'all, uh, team fit crew over there. Uh, trying to, you know, when we got married, um, I, so I was super thin when we met and he was still in football. And so we both were, I was snatched. Yes. When we first met and then the uh, kind of like you, Kendra, like, the years going leading up to our actual wedding is where I gained weight. And I was like, wait a minute, what is all of this? And so probably like three months before what my wedding, that's when I thought that I was going to lose all the weight. Um, (laughs) And then Edgar too. And and Edgar just, he doesn't, he didn't have to be like lifting heavy or doing as strenuous exercise because he was no longer in football. And so he just, you know, did stuff to remain active and, and mostly, um, for his mental health, like it's therapeutic for him when he works out. And so, um, he just kind of works out to maintain at this point. Um, but we were, we were the same, like we gained weight and then wedding, we were just like, eh, whatever, like it is what it is. And then now it's kind of like where we're, we're like, okay, now we need to, we need to stay fit. And you read, I've said this on previous episodes. I always tell my husband, um, if you fall off that that's not what I married, uh, so we need to maintain mm. both, both of us. And I always tell him this and it's, it's a joke between us. Cause he'll like look in the mirror and if he feels like he gained weight, he'll be like, babe, like what I'm, what am I looking like? I'm like, okay, you need to do like a hundred pushups. You're and so, so silly. we, we joke about it, but yeah. in my mind, I'm kind of low key serious. Like if I, if I wanted yeah. to marry um, a skinny person, I would have married a skinny person. If I wanted to marry a bigger person, I would have married a bigger person, but I married you. So let's try to maintain. Is there, is there like, is there like, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 cause now is there a, is there a, uh, is there a range of acceptability? Just, I, and I'm only Absolutely. asking cause I know. Okay. 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 Edgar, I mean, Edgar, he, he appears to the eye that he looks the same in football, but he, he is, he does not. <laughs> I mean, you not. see him in a whole different light. I mean, <laughs> right, right, you right. have close and personal, right? right Everybody right, else sees right. his clothes on. Like, I mean, oh, he right. he's, he's still he's still in shape, but yeah, you, I mean, we have not, there's been changes. There's been form. Changes. I yeah, mean, yeah, he he's not I'm, training. I've accepted. I've accepted him. <laughs> terrible. I've accepted him. Listen, I know. <laughs> Me too, though. Like, I know I'm not the the one he met. Like, I've definitely, like, kids and happy weight. And so, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But, yeah, sometimes that can create issues in marriage if yep. people, you know, don't stay the same way that they look. It can cause major issues. For some people, it might be, like, a deal breaker. Like, yep. listen, if you still yeah. ain't in that size jeans, then or I'm looking somewhere else. It could be opposite. Someone gets super fine 
after marriage and then jealousy comes up. That mm-hmm. actually happened to somebody. Okay, I don't know that it was then jealousy, but like they ended up divorced. Um, I, they both wow. got together. Nobody was particularly fit. Uh, but then like the husband started a, a very fit, a, a fit hobby. So he used to start going roller skating. <clears throat> and because like he was doing this like multiple times throughout the week, you know, roller skating hurt. If you ain't been in a long time and you go roller skating, watch your whole body ache the next day. You're going to be like, I need Epsom salt. Um, I need, a, uh, what's that? I need some cryotherapy. I, I'm in pain. So he did this. And, um, yeah, he was starting to feel himself. He was, he changed up real quick. He was feeling himself, started cheating on his wife. And next thing you know, that was the end of that. So yeah, it, it can happen. I'm always like, if I got super fit, just people pray, just pray real good for your girl. Cause if I ever got super fit, I don't know what my behavior is going to be. I feel like I might be acting a whole monkey foot dog out in these streets. Yes, that's why I feel like God will not let me be a size two because he'd be like, you would know, you wouldn't own clothes. You just be out here just with nothing on, walking around, going everywhere in the swimsuit. Like you, that's what God like, nah, you finna You're keep this thickness. If you a size two, you ain't got no body. You ain't got no yes. body. He's like, you you a size two. You a little bitty thing. You ain't got nothing to shake and move and show. You ain't got nothing but sharp edges and bones. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that is something that that's an un, that's an unspoken expectation that kind of comes out of nowhere because you just turn around one day look at your spouse they're not the person that physically that they were and you like oh I don't I, I don't like that but that's something you might not have had a conversation about beforehand because everybody was you know looking good feeling good in right. love and then all of a sudden you realize that you had this expectation that they would stay the same and they didn't. You know what? Right. I think there's, we've talked about it. We've talked about a range, right? I, and I tell my husband, he's like, like, and, and it's so funny because it always happens like jokingly, but then it becomes like a, a laughing but very serious moment like, <laughs> but you better not never in your whole life get 300 pounds. <laughs> 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 I'm not playing with you. I'm real serious. Like, I'm not even. <laughs> I mean, I, I think because I this is it. Like, I I have a real phobia. <laughs> I have a real phobia of my husband being ginormous and like rolling over in the middle of the night and crushing me, and Mm-mm. then I die. Like that's Mm-mm. a re- <laughs> or or like we can't get it cracking like we could because can't nobody breathe. Like that ain't cute. Listen. Um, I, I feel like sex to tell you every time if y'all huffing and puffing, somebody needs to shave some pounds. Like if it's right. we can get it in and every day we just you know you sweat you hop out. Yeah, that was the one. If you can't do it like that, if you in there, uh, 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 wait, wait, don't move, don't move, don't move, cause you about to hurt me. Hold on, wait a second. No, ain't nobody got time for that. You need to lose about 20, 30, 40 pounds. So I'm saying, get it together. But so I think it's fair to have a range and and to discuss the range. That, the yeah, range. to do that openly and and in a loving way because that's a really sensitive topic. Body image is a really sensitive topic, so you have to do it in a loving way because you could be like, "Oh, but you getting big," and that could <laughs> cut. That could cut Kill like a whole self esteem. Right. I thought like, I was cute. 
Right. And but that turns into other things. It turns into, okay, you think I'm big, you think I'm unattractive, you think I'm not sexy, you don't want to have sex with me. It creates shame. You know, there's so many things that could come with that with somebody, you know, who is, you know, might have some weight issues in their family, might genetically might struggle with their weight. It could be a huge issue. So those unmet ex those uns that unspoken expectation has to be even though it might you might turn around and decide you look different, you still gotta maintain loving <laughs> a loving way of saying that. Yeah. And I think that's individual to each couple, right? Like what's your communication style and flow and all of that, right? I mean, you have to have a way to have critical conversations with your spouse that doesn't break the bank, so to speak, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. okay, honey, let's have a little chat. You know I love you. Um, how did I do this with my husband? Because my husband did get to a size and I was like, mm, honey, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. That, <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't mm-mm. it. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> you beginning to swell. We're going to have to talk about how we can debulkify. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. Debulkify. Yeah. Debulkify. So, but the thing, but, but, but what I appreciate is that my husband feels it when he gets to that, you know, he gets to that way. He's like, Ooh, I'm breathing hard. I, yeah. 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 You are. <laughs> you know what? I got you a membership to this gym. It's going to be fun. So, I mean, that, that's how I kind of dealt with it, but you just have to, you have to find your flow with your spouse. Right. Um, there are a lot of traditional roles though, right. That, 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 uh, we find in, in, male female relationship that tend to come naturally based on societal views and all of that that we do tend to carry into the relationship i know one that is being severely challenged right now especially when you guys stay at home husbands Mm. (laughs) i ain't gonna say nothing about that but um i lied i might say somebody but (laughs) child care child care yes Child care. So who's who's primarily responsible for caring after the child, the bathing, the feeding, the uh, the picking up from to and from daycare, the uh, play dates, the dot, dot, dot. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I've seen that it's traditionally been the woman, but I feel like it's a number of reasons of that. I mean, do y'all agree? Um. So with me, like, it's, I think it just depends on the situation. So, um, luckily for me, we, um, we are both, we have a career that's flexible enough for both of us to be at considered, I guess, at home parents, Mm -hmm. um, in the very beginning of when Nova was born, um, I stayed home most, uh, most, if not the majority of time. But then, uh, when I started going back to work, Edgar was actually the one that was home. Mm. And so I think it, and granted, like there, he has, how do, how do I say it? So the income that he has comes, he gets disability from the mm-hmm. NFL. And so mm-hmm. he doesn't have to necessarily go to work and he took pride in actually being a stay at home dad. He loved it. Absolutely Aww. loved being home. Um, but based off of his past experience, he never he wasn't able to do that with our first with his daughter, with Amaya. And so um, being able to do that with Nova, 
he actually enjoyed it and wanted to do it. So it was, we've had those conversations where it was like, I'll stay home and you can go to work if you want to, because that's me. Like, I'm like, I absolutely not. Like I can, I am not cut out to be a stay at home mom at (laughs) all. During this quarantine, we had Nova home. I was like, oh my God, one o'clock at 10 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Like one o'clock. That's what I used to love because I am not cut out to be a stay at home mom. And so Edgar enjoyed it and he was okay with being a stay at home dad. That's nice. What about what about you, Lamisha? I I haven't had my uh, child uh, rearing experience yet. Yeah, and it's 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 gonna be different for everybody. For us, listen, it's a whirlwind. Even now, I have a five year old, and um, and then I have a thirteen year old son. So during the time my thirteen year old son was younger, and he you know really needed us, mm-hmm. like. Me and my husband were not in a good place. Like that three, four, five year, we were not in a good place. And I was doing everything. My husband was working. He was touring. He was doing shows and all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of like a stay at home working mom because I was like a single mom because I was doing everything with him. But my expectation was that he would handle some of the bad things and some of the things like that with our son or that we would do it together. You know, I always thought in my head that it would be something that we did together or we went, you know, we switched on and off. We took turns and stuff like that. Now for my daughter, her preference is me hands down a hundred percent to do everything. Like she's at my waist and I can't breathe without her. So she has chosen the fact that it is me that is a primary caregiver for all that kind of <laughs> for stuff. all things. For yeah. all things. Listen, and I love it and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because sometimes I'm like, uh, can you go to your can you go see daddy and ask right. him to do it? And she's like, No, I want mommy. It's yeah. And so it's yeah, it, it's on and off. It would be an uh, expectation for me. It was an unspoken expectation that we would both do it. But sometimes life mm. and family dictate something different. And so for her, it's just me and her. We go hard together. Everything like, yeah, everything. We decided to have a conversation about it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're just going to talk about it because I, 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 um, I feel like I have my particulars, but I also don't want to chop myself at the knees and shut him out of the childcare. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. be like, nah, I don't do that. Don't do that. I not, you know what? Never mind. Let me just do it. And then end up being resentful on the back end because now I do everything because I shut him out of everything and now he just lets me, you know? So I'm, we're going to, we're, we're planning to have a conversation when we get a little bit closer to the situational date and and just going through like what are our expectations in a dream situation we would be equal but i know my expectation is in the first like several months like one to six that i'm probably going to be the primary just because i have the milk so that's yes. gonna make me the she, primary she has the milk yes, yes. so I'm sure <laughs> that because I'm the feeder I'm also gonna be the primary but I mean I'm, I'm 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 hoping that he can step up diaper duty and you know um you know different things like this organization even though my husband's horrible at organizing anything um I'm hoping that that we can get this crash course going and he could figure it out so that's another thing for you, Lakendra. Your husband, like you said, he's not good at organizing. That was was that an unspoken expectation for you that you know you would meet 
your match when it came to, you know, keeping the house organized and keeping things where they go, you know, that might've been something that was an unspoken expectation for you as well. I think because I got married so young, um, that, and, and I thought, and this is an inaccurate thought and, and in my wisdom now, I would tell any woman getting married, do not think that you're going to change this person. Right. Yes. Um, Newsflash. Newsflash. Right. Yes. Don't think (laughs) that is so real. I thought, oh, he just needs to learn. Yep. And I train him up. Train (laughs) him. I just need to show him how he just doesn't know. Yada yada. And so, and and he was in the impress her mode. So there was a lot of things that he would do because he's trying to he's trying to win me. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Right. So in the win her phase or in the win him phase, because it goes both ways, there are things that a person will do that's not indicative to their character and is not exactly. a part of who they are. So it's like I'm just doing these things to make you happy, but there becomes a point in that relationship where you get tired of putting on and then you go, you know, why can't you just accept me for who I am? So we've gone through that phase. So you, you, you have to be very, very careful (laughs) in that. Cause my expectation was that we would be up every Saturday morning cleaning up together. And, Mm. you know, he would be, you know, maybe I would be washing dishes while he vacuumed and then we would like do our laundry together. That was my expectation. That was like the fantasy I had in my mind. That is not my husband. My husband will let laundry pile up until he has not one piece of clothing to wear, which is infuriating to me because I'm just like, (laughs) my husband, how did you run? This is because there was a period when I had stopped doing laundry. Yeah. And I was like, bruh, how did you run out of drawers? Like, really? You ain't got one pair. You ain't got one pair. Just free to do laundry. He won't free ball. I was going, the same way. No, that's when that was like his indicator to do laundry. Up, oh, I ain't got no ain't more got time for <laughs> laundry. What is wrong yep. with you? Yep. <laughs> so you always have like one day a month or whatever. Whenever that happens, where you just you out here just free, just free flapping in the wind. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and ain't got nothing. So I just yes. So all that. So to say, I have a story. Yeah, I have a uh, an actual story for that point, um, Kendra. So. My, I have a girlfriend and she, um, she's been married now for mm, maybe seven years, five years, five, five to seven years. Okay. Anyway, so dating stage, they, that was the impress stage. Right. And so they, he did everything to impress her, got her all these beautiful gifts, sent her flowers all, all the time, um, just was would cook for her mm-hmm. was so loving and and compassionate and intimate like all these things right about a month or two before the wedding he starts showing his true colors and so my girlfriend at this point is like what the heck like what did i sign up for like everything wow. is changing this is not this is not what i wanted blah 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 so i'm you know, trying to coach her up and like, you know, you need to really think about this before you say I do like saying I do is that's a lifelong commitment. Right. And so if you're starting to see all these red flags and you're still not married, like you still have enough time to walk away from this relationship. Wait, wait, what were some red flags? I mean, what's the true so colors? Some of the things that no. So, so some of the things that he was doing to get her 
like a month or two before the wedding, like paused and it was actually complete opposite. Like he wouldn't. Mm. So a very big thing that she loves is like getting her hair played with. So like she loves like when you caress her hair, right? He would do that. Um, he stopped doing that at that point. It started becoming a problem. He was like, no, like you're so annoying. He would get real like nasty with her, like just his Mm. attitude and tone in general. So she was like, this is like, she was rethinking. Right. And so Mm. coached her up or whatever. She still goes through with the marriage. Fast forward. There's so many things that she's like, I would not like if I can redo it, I would, I would not, I would not because this is not what I want. And so now she is fueling all her energy and trying to, to change him. And she's got these expectations Mm. of him. And I'm like, girl, that's not him. Like, why are you? Why do you have these expectations? Oh, I just want him to come home and I want him to engage with me and I want him to engage with the kids. And this man, he was also raised without his father and he's yeah. raised in a in a home, in a family where they're not they're not affectionate. So we're Hispanic. When we greet, we're greeting with a hug and a kiss. Right. And when we mm-hmm. see our elders where we're paying respect, they don't do that. His mm-hmm. family doesn't do that. They barely even say hello. And so when she sees that she's like that's frustrating me and that's how he greets her he it's not good morning babe with a kiss or anything like that and that was a question for this week how do you greet your husband (laughs) and so she's like he's cold okay but you knew he was cold before you said i do because you started seeing these things and so you said i do thinking that you were going to get into this marriage and be able to change him and that's not that's not him like you can't expect for this man to do every all of your expectations. Oh, well, my dad, there's an expectation. Your expectations are coming from how you were raised and the things that you saw that your dad did that you really do enjoy and love. Mm-hmm. But that's not what your partner is, and that's not what he saw, nor is he available or willing to give that to you. And he's yeah. made that very clear. Like, no, I am who I am. Yeah. yeah. Two, though, I think, you know, just just to be clear, there are some things that are indicative of the culture you come from but when you get married and you join into this partnership there's the culture you create right Absolutely. so i think too if, if your partner's not willing to create that new culture there's yeah. a there's a big disconnect that is a huge mm-hmm. disconnect a so huge if y'all disconnect. are both because change and growth are two different things they sound similar but you're you can grow with your partner that is going to quote unquote yield change right because you're growing Right. But but at the same time, if things are embedded in you as Mm. as an infant and as an uh, as an adolescent and you're not willing to change or grow, then then that expectation needs to come down because Mm. it's not. Yes. You're never going to you're never going to win that. Yeah. You got to decide whether or not you're going to be okay. Right. It it goes back to that marriage deal breaker. Is this a deal breaker or not? Yes. You gotta see your spouse for who they are, not right. for your expectations. For not your what you expect them to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what about the expectation of sex? Mm. The amount, the type, the the type. The, Wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That freak level? Yes. Come are on. Are you now, a you know? one or a ten? <laughs> <laughs> when you get uh, when you get married, you ex- you might expect that freak level to go up five, ten, fifteen notches. And some I some things to take place. First, I think in the first couple of years, that freak level needs to be on level eight to ten at all times, just because we too know not to get it cracking. Right. Um. Oh. 
you know <laughs> and i mean I, that that to me is a newlywed expectation if you just got married and y'all ain't getting it in all the time everywhere mm-hmm. i'm concerned i'm just i'm i'm genuinely concerned if it, if you a newlywed one or three years y'all need to be knocking it out the park you know three to five times a week minimum yeah, that's all great. And it's, it's wonderful as the first couple of years. But is that the it's, expectation it's, for that to be right. going on? So I think I, that it could be I could, it could go both ways. Right. So I, I feel like it would be more of a male expectation on how frequent, how often, what kind, um, just because I feel like they're more sexual creatures. But it also depends on the person, because I know a lot of my girlfriends are like, oh, absolutely not. Like my man be like, I'm tired. And I'll be like, I need more. <laughs> so, yeah I think it changes too because I feel like when whenever you get to like your mid-30s and early 40s is like your your freak peak starts to go up and you start wanting more sex and then their 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 sexual aptitude added appetite starts to diminish right mm-hmm. and so then you're like let's go let's go let's this is why this is why cougars out here because they you yep. know, you you at your sexual peak. They at their sexual peak in their twenties, and and you just trying to get your groove back. <laughs> yep. So you know that's why that's why you know doctors and in their infinite wisdom created a little blue pill to help a brother out. So you can, I mean, because <laughs> now she's got to have it three times a day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. So I I yes. think that it just depends, but but sex. This is one thing that I don't think people are always talking about because this is what trips me out. I've, I've been I've been looking at a couple of different things. Sex is definitely a deal breaker in marriage, right? Whether yes. you're getting enough of it, you know what I mean, or you're satisfied in it. So you need to make sure that you have constant, constant conversations over time about sex and how it's happening in your marriage relationship because it changes over time, right? So you can't expect that the sex we was having in our 20s is going to be like the sex we having in our 40s because that changes. And that's where communication comes in. I mean, at least you got to let me know what you think because I feel like, you know, with us, sex has changed a lot over the years. Like, the first several years, it was getting in. It was like all the time. It was multiple times throughout the week that it was going on. And then, you know, there's... Now that we've gone through fertility, we can barely get it in. And now we're like, well, should we? I don't know if we should. And then you get. <laughs> and then now you y'all get, have conversations. You know what it. I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. then you get out of the rhythm because I feel like you get into a sexual rhythm with your spouse of like uh, whenever we're going to have sex, we sort of have a rhythm of like what sex is like. And for us, when we get out of rhythm, it's hard to get back in rhythm. You know and what I mean? It's like when yes. your kids come too. Yes, yeah, so now it's it. like, like we haven't sexual. been having sex and now it's like, well, should we? Well, I kind of want to in my head, but I don't know if I want to in practice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sit down and have sexual thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I like both our eyes if you were going to have sex, <laughs> what would you be doing right now? Tonight? Right, right. We don't have... We're going to have phone sex on the couch. Like, you see right here? I see right here. And we just talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> then we can high five and act like we sweat it. 
<laughs> right. But for women, I think, you know, the romantic, the romantic part of sex, the intimate part of sex, the loving, caressing, all the foreplay, you know, that saying that women are crockpots, right? You are crock... I was like, and I was in my 20s, even in my early 30s, I was like, I am not a crockpot. I am not a crockpot. <laughs> but today, I'm like, are you going to turn the knob on high or are we going to stay on low all day? Because y'all got a slow simmer and you trying to get me to, you trying to get me to a medium boil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so dead. And so I, I'm like, I am a crock pot. Short yeah. and stout. You know what I'm saying? Like I am yeah. a crock pot. Like I need like the, the, the whole romantic part and the intimacy part, you know, to happen for sex. And that starts early in the day. And sometimes, you know, you don't talk about that as an expectation because it's something that is happening all the time in those first one, two, three years, because you're still yeah. in the honeymoon phase. You're still in the lovey kissy, you know, Oh, I can't wait to see you butterfly phase. But right. after those couple of years, like, you're like, Oh, oh it, it's you again. Oh, and you brought right. that thing with you that you want right. to with. <laughs> no. And so, right. And so that romantic part of it might not be exactly what it was back then. And we, I think for me expect, you know, women expect for it to always be that, you know, um, uh, sheets blowing in the wind and mm-hmm. you know a little keep sweat in the background or whatever on the floor Can- right. petals. yes <laughs> and sometimes it's like close the laundry room door you know it's not <laughs> yeah come on bend over real quick yeah right, right. it is all that and it ain't it ain't cute and lovely and sexy it ain't sexy no more it's just get it in <laughs> You know, and that's not what you expected. Why you, you know, looking at uh, the lo- the list of groceries you got to get to be bent over somewhere. <laughs> I think it's uh, so to your point, Lamisha, I think it's really mental when it comes to sex for women. I'm not a whole like mood person. My husband is. So I think we're opposite that way. I'm like, let's go. Let's get it popping. He like, wait, but let's listen to some music first. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I don't got time for this. Let's get it in. So I think that it I think it depends on the couple and I think it depends on your temperament. But I am a, I am and for me to I do believe that the process, the mental process, for me it's not the day. It starts all week. Like if you was mean to me on Monday, do not come over here on Wednesday trying to get it popping like hey girl because I feel like it's a setup I feel like you trying to you oh you just you trying to be nice because you want some so mm. I am like skeptical at that point like oh no no you've been a jerk all week but on Friday you want to be nice now you trying to be nice hey how you doing honey you got me rub your back how you feeling uh, oh now you now you nice oh now you ain't got no attitude no more mm, he must want some nope right. so that- <laughs> then you withhold then no, but it's not, it's not even for me. It's not about withholding. Cause I don't like to withhold. I, I will, I will have sex angry, but I just, <laughs> I, I'm irritated. <laughs> I'm irritated and I'm not, I cannot turn off what's going on in my head. Right. So the juices can flow. Cause mm-hmm. in my head, I'm irritated with you, but you want to get it on. And now I have a dissonance going on within myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause we're emotional creatures. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I'm, I, pissed. I'm, I'm the same way. Getting pissed for two more days. Yeah, I'm the same way. I am definitely the same way. It's a mood crusher. Yes. It's a mood crusher. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's definitely that. You know, I, it, but again, you, those are one of the things you have to talk about. You got to communicate about, like, like you were saying earlier, because 
the expectation for you might be one thing and the expectation for your spouse might be something else. You know, it's different from woman to woman as well. Yeah. So real, real quick, what about some of the expectations that we have for our husbands? Hmm. What about making the money, leading the house, mm-hmm. take out the trash? Come on now. Expect, I expect all of those things. All of those Absolutely. things. Keep Absolutely. Keep my head. Protect Take care of oil me. changes. All yeah. the oil changes on you, brother. Right. <laughs> My honey do list better be done and complete correctly. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you have to do it? It could be done and complete, but not 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 uh not the way I in my my expectation, not to my expectation, right? So Yeah. Yeah, those those are all expectations I think that we just like you said in the very beginning, we just come we come in with these because of our environment or experiences or adolescence and what have you. And so, so I think you... a big one though, a big expectation is how do you, um, how do you, your conflict management when, mm-hmm. so like you don't go some, uh, some people, I mean, we should be going into marriage talking about these things, but some people don't go into a marriage talking about, okay, how are we going to manage our conflict? Yes. That's yeah. how we're going to resolve issues. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we communicate well, with each other? When do you, when do you encounter that? I mean, you encounter that when your expectations aren't met. Right. Um, Cause I was going to ask before, like, well, what happens when these expectations are not met? Right. And that's when you enter into the conflict and the way that you handle that conflict <laughs> um, will determine you know, success or failure in that area. Um, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. that 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 having open communication, being willing to own your part, and also being accepting of your partner's feedback are all good starting points for getting over right or meeting some of these expectations. Right. So let's say he's not. Uh, he's not taking out the trash and you sit over there watching the trash overflow and inside you are burning up from the inside out because you like, I know he see this trash because I see this trash. <laughs> he ain't taking it out. Right. And his expectation might be that if you see the trash, you take the trash. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. right? Mm-hmm. So that's where you. OK, so then enter conflict. And then because there's a conflict, there needs to be a conversation. Um, you can't be secretly pissed off at your spouse and think that it's not going to show up somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's definitely, definitely going to show up. So you got to have a conversation like, babe, what's up with this trash? And then he can express his expectation and say, oh, girl, I thought you was going to take that out. And then you can say, no, honey, I am a woman. <laughs> I have dainty little hands. I don't take trash out. <laughs> My hope is that you would do that because you're that big, strong man. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. That's so then you, you can, hope it would go. That's how you, that's how you hope, you know what I mean? In a, in a perfect communication world, but you broach the subject and you have the conversation and however you hash it out, you hopefully come to some sort of uh, agreement. I think one big one though, when we talk about male female relationship is really how, uh, how you show up in public spaces together. Um, I'm big on not embarrassing me. But I'm also mm-hmm. big on you need to have my back. You need to be my protector. So yeah. situations wherein I'm there and I feel like 
I'm by myself and my husband. Don't. You know, it's that whole thing of like, you defend me no matter whether I'm right or wrong. But like, we can hop in a car and you can be like, you know, you was 100% wrong. I know, but in the moment I had to make my point. So thanks for getting my back, teammate. Yes, definitely but if you be don't, a teammate. Don't, don't in public sit up there and be like, you was wrong. Absolutely. And side with somebody else because then we're going to have a whole problem. <laughs> Right. You need to come to my defense at all times, whether I'm right or wrong. Absolutely. Definitely being a teammate is an expectation. Now, an unspoken expectation, um, that can definitely be unspoken because you just feel like your spouse is going to have you. We in this together. You my teammate, my ride or die. You know, that's what you expect. But I think, again, a conversation has to be had because to what extent? Right. Are we going are we fighting? Uh, am I fighting with you? Are we are we cussing together? Are we just you know what's the what's the expectation like? If you can you get out of control and I need to say, hey, babe, okay, let's let's pull back. You know what I'm saying? Or we going all the way there until the popos come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hopefully not. Think? Hopefully not. Right. <laughs> I just I just saw a movie um, with um, Issa Rae in it, and her and her boyfriend at the time, like he said, one two, three. And he was thinking, it's time to fight. And she was like, oh, it's time, oh, it's to, time run. to run. <laughs> yeah. And they was like, not on the, it happened like twice in the movie and they yes. were not on the same page. They did not. There was just these unspoken, like, I thought you knew that one, two, three mean let's fight. And the next time I was like, I thought you knew one, two, three meant let's run. And it was run. just crazy because they had no idea of what the expectation was, you know, during that, that, it, that situation. You know, and so again, what do we, what's our level? What do we go to? Do we go to five or do we go to ten? Yeah. You know, when we out here, we out here in these streets, yeah. <laughs> and they trying to get us. What's the game plan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely need to have that. Go ahead, Adelise. I think another um, expectation is family involvement. So, what is our what's our boundaries looking like? Is oh. your mama coming at my house like? every Sunday for Sunday dinner unannounced. Right. So I think that's a huge expectation too, that we don't necessarily talk about pre-marriage and then we come into the marriage and it's like, wait a minute, but you knew this expectation. No, I didn't know this expectation, you know, so unspoken expectation. I think, yeah, that family one, at least to your point is a big one because this, I know that when I first got married, my mother somehow thought she too married my husband. I don't know where she got this idea from, <laughs> Bloop. but I don't, <laughs> somehow she was like, oh, we got married. And I was like, oh, no, 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 me, me got married. You, mm-hmm. you still single. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so she would, she would call on my husband to run errands, to do all this stuff. And I would come home and be like, where is this man? He out running errands for my mama. Like that's his wife. I said, listen, we're going to have to set up some boundaries. We're going to have to set up some boundaries. Um, yes. So family, think, yeah, family is a big one. Cause I'm telling, I'm telling you, every time I looked up, she, it was a snowstorm, a snowstorm. My mother wanted to have her dog groomed I'm in the done. middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> mm. I'm looking for my husband. Like, man, I'm watching the news. It's getting bad out here. Like, where is he at? Why is he not home? Because he's at Petco. <laughs> the groomer waiting on my mama's dog and I was like 
uh, sir, uh, I'm going to come on home. I'm going to need you. I had to call my mother like, mom, from now on, if you want my husband to do anything for you, you need to call me and I will make coordination as I see fit. So, mm. I, so that's important. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, those expectations are on everybody. The mama, the daddy, the sister, the cousin, everybody has an expectation when you get married of what yeah. that means for them. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when these unspoken expectations go unmet or they're not talked about? Like, what are some of the effects of those? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Resentment first. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, how did you not know that I wanted you to come to my defense? You know, how did you not know that, you know, us, you gaining weight would be an issue for me, right? And I've been looking at you getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and now I can't, I can't, <laughs> so I, can't I can't stand to look at you no more. You know what I'm saying? Be sick. You, <laughs> I, I can't take it. I can't take it. You, look at your side of the couch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, bent in and flat. <laughs> Now I gotta oh, get you out of control. Oh, you wear those sweatpants and tights. I hate it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to get spiteful, right? <laughs> you don't want to get spiteful at your at your spouse for, you know, something like that. And then too, you can't let it go too far, right? You don't want to get to a place of resentment. You know, you don't want to, you over here pissed off, like, every time I see this dude, he just eating some. Like, you don't, <laughs> everything about it just smells, just everything. Just, the you honey bun's always don't, gone. Don't get to, ugh. I mean, I think it's a horrible place to be in. If you look at your spouse and you go, oh, I know, that's a don't, bad place. That's a horrible. And you know what? Going back to my place. friend, that story that I told about my friend, she's, yeah. she's there. She's it's See. she's there and she's been there for a while and I'm and like disgusted with him. Yeah, and well now they have children, the three children. So yeah. it's like they now she busy. feel now she feels stuck. She got yeah. they got three children and three dogs. Well, so now she's like, "Where well, I'm going with three children and three dogs?" <laughs> she's not going nowhere. No, hopefully hopefully she's not going nowhere. Exactly. It, so now it, she just look at him and and be ugh, disgusted. I don't know. I I I don't love the disgusted and feeling stuck idea. I think I think definitely. But she's very codependent on him. So she's when you develop the, that codependency, you feel like as if you are stuck and you can't do anything else. Yeah, mm. that's that's where therapy comes in. She's gonna need to go on and get some. And if he yep. refuses, at least get it for herself to figure out better coping uh, mechanisms in that situation. But another way, um, <clears throat> yeah, but definitely don't get to, don't get to, uh, okay. Have, have the conversation before so that you don't have that negative effect of the unspoken expectation. I would say also um, some people, I mean, y'all talked about sex. Um, there's, there's, there's withdrawal that happens with sex, right? Mm. Where, where you don't want to have sex anymore. Right. Um, and you're interested. Or and, you withdraw other things. Or other mm-hmm. things. Whatever you know, whatever nicety that you would do that you thought was a sweet thing for your for your for your spouse that you stopped doing. And that can also really yield a, another result that's negative, which is infidelity. Um and in and in some cases mostly women with the emotional affairs. Yep. Right? Yeah. Start entertaining other people. 
Yeah, like no, no, no. We ain't we ain't doing nothing. We just talking every day, all day, late into the night. Yep. Texting, texting, kiki kaka. Uh huh. Because yep. he because this other man gets me because he understands. <laughs> he you know, listens. It's, it's that eighty twenty rule, right? So yeah. your husband can be doing eighty percent of the things that they're supposed to do, but that one emotional thing that you need that you haven't been able to let go of or accept the fact that this is all that he can give you. This is his capacity. That 20% of, I need somebody just to call me baby, sweetie, lover. You know, I need, that's the one thing that my husband, you know, if you're saying to yourself, the one thing my husband doesn't do is this. And this other guy greets me with those niceties. This other guy does this, this other guy does that. You don't even know. You could quickly selfishly fall into something um, and become dependent on somebody to do something else because you have this unspoken expectation that was unmet. Yep. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I love that. Um, Definitely. I I, I had to learn that lesson. I had to learn that lesson, child. Come on now. Because I realized that there are things that I thought were like, that are part of the 20, right? Like, I love this whole, like, oh, guide me at the small of my back with your hand as we walk through crowds. Like, <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? I don't think I should leave my husband over that, though. I think maybe that's a 20. I don't think that's right. a big deal. Um, Just different little stuff or just, like, looking at each other, having an inside joke and laughing like, mm, yep, nah, <laughs> That I don't, that's a twenty. I, I don't think you should leave your spouse over that either. Right, right. So I, I think part of that too, um, really, is just about being self-aware and knowing yourself well enough to know what you absolutely need, and then being real with yourself. Right. Um, sidebar: I'm so immature, Lamisha. When you said lover, I wanted to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> my my inner ten year old was like, <laughs> lover. You're so silly. <laughs> and anyway. I think not only that, but I think for for our listeners that are um not quite married yet or they might be engaged or or they or whatever capacity you are as a listener, I think the most important thing is to have these conversations pre-marriage. That way you're not going into something with all these expectations and then your expectations don't get met and then you have these effects that we've we've we've, that we've talked about the infidelity emotional voids emotional affairs resentment and so forth and so think the communication part and talking about it even if you are already in your marriage and you're listening now and you're like damn maybe i do have some expectations Mm -hmm. that i didn't realize are expectations but have those conversations with your husband find that safe space and and talk about these things and these expectations that you might have because I feel like we as we grow too, we we can develop new expectations as we get older and as we grow. Yeah. Um, so I think just as they come up or if you have them now, the kind of simmering. I think the most important part is to just find that safe space and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. right, right. I mean, it's a it's one thing as you said, Adelise. As you're growing, not only do expectations change but sometimes as you're growing you can't fulfill those expectations anymore um my husband and myself we try to have a annual meeting you know what i'm saying a meeting of the minds we come together and we have the conversation about what is expected 
what do we want to do? I mean, we have a financial summit. We talk about money that we're going to spend. We talk about um, what we are happy with that's going on in our marriage, what we would like to change, how we would like to grow, how we would like to see ourselves change over the year. It usually happens kind of at the end of the year or beginning of the year, depending where we can do it. We go down to, we go down to a nice restaurant, a place where we can sit by ourselves and we spend time together just in reflection and then projection, right? Reflecting mm-hmm. on how things went and then what is our projection for the next year? What do we want to do? What do we want to accomplish? Because if I have an expectation that we're going to get the carpets redone, you know, because we mentioned it and we don't actually plan for it and, and meet, have a meeting of the minds of it, then by the end of the year when the carpets are replaced, I'm upset because I'm looking at these nasty mm-hmm. carpets every day, mm-hmm. right? And so there has to be a meeting of the minds when it comes to that having that communication, having those conversations about the expectations are important. You don't want to build up resentment. You don't want to build, you know, get to that ugly place that, ugh, right? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, really what I would say my tip is to just have a meeting of the minds when it comes to expectation and develop an urgency level, right? So if something for you um, is a, a make or break, it's a, I have to have, then say, you know what, that's a level five. Like if that doesn't happen, you know, or, or however you decide to scale it one to five, what is the top priority as far as your expectation with your spouse? Is it that he is the breadwinner that he will financially provide where that means two or three jobs and you got to do what you got to do to take care of home while he's at work. Then you have to say that is what's most important to me, you know, being petty or shallow, however you feel it, everybody's marriage runs a different way. Everybody's yeah. household is set up a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. And then what are those things that you say, you know what, I would like for this to happen, but if it doesn't, that's fine. Like mm-hmm. I would like for you to cook, you know, three times a week. But if you don't, it's fine. As long as you go to the store and get some chicken or as long as you do right. this or do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, and, and that could be at a level one, you have to, you know, say, what is the, what are those deal breakers? What are the things that, you know, are most important? What are the things are, um, you know, that you can kind of get by with that won't be deal breakers, but those kinds of expectation conversations, um, are necessary. Otherwise you will find yourself in a place in your marriage where both of you have resent, both of you are unhappy. You're not speaking to each other. You become spiteful, you know, and those kinds of things. I mean, defining those expectations and level setting for yourself and your spouse are going to put you in a project, in, in a projected, you know, happy, successful place. Yeah, absolutely. That's some goodness right there, Misha. I'm so, um, I'm so happy that we had this conversation. I mean, we know that there are a ton of expectations that we can dig into. Unfortunately, we just don't have all the time in the world to dig into all of them. Uh, Hopefully our listeners have really got the bottom line that in the way of unspoken expectations, the impact of your marriage can just be so detrimental uh, to the overall success of your marriage. So hopefully you all are taking these tips that Lamisha put out to us and that you are implementing communication in your marriage. Listen, do whatever you got to do. If y'all got tips for us, hit us up 
at three dope wives at gmail.com or you can inbox us on IG, Twitter, or Facebook at three dope wives. That's T H R E E dope wives. Listen, we love you, but we gotta go. So we'll see you next time. Peace out. <laughs> This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Crush. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.